Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to a brand new week and a brand new episode. I'm hoping there isn't too much background noise <laughs> uh, on this podcast. Um, I'm currently looking out for my terrace at a huge, huge crane. They are building some sort of whopper mansion, um, the road parallel to ours, and um, they are really going at it today. <laughs> so there's quite a bit of um, building work going on, but hopefully... Um, with my doors closed and inside, you won't be able to hear too much. Um, so this week then, this week's episode has actually been a request from one of you lovely ladies and really wanting to know how do you expect for the pe- the best, prepare for the best when you have had a series of setbacks? Now, just the fact that I have received this question has kind of really reminded me that so often we are a product of our pasts, what has happened before. You know, we hold on to our failures, things that didn't work out for us. We held on to experiences. And often our whole belief system is actually shaped by our past. If we think about a lot of the negative beliefs we have as adults... Maybe I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough. Often these can be traced back to an event within our past. And so for me, this is a reminder that, you know, if we want to really create something different within our futures, we first of all need to actually really detach ourselves from the past. We need to really let go of what has been so we can create something different moving forwards. Because if we continue to hold on to things that have happened in our past, we are continue, we're going to continue to create the same cycles, the same patterns moving forwards. So a part of this episode, I want to sort of explain this process of really detaching ourselves from what has been and stepping into our new futures without dragging the past along with us. But before we do this, to just cut ourselves off from the past, I don't think is always so helpful because there are things that we can actually learn from our setbacks and failures. So to just pretend that they didn't happen doesn't necessarily serve us either. And sometimes when we do this, when we just pretend, okay, like, you know, that didn't happen, that failure didn't happen, that setback didn't happen, I'm just going to, you know, bury my head in the sand, that doesn't necessarily always benefit us either. Because often what we're doing here is we are... We're basically just putting a plaster on a wound, okay? So if you think of, let's say you've had a setback and it's hurt you in some way. Maybe it's hurt you emotionally. Maybe it's knocked your confidence a little bit. And rather than dealing with that, you simply just put a plaster on it. So the emotional hurt is there. The fear of failure is there. The lack of confidence. The Maybe your, your self-worth has been knocked. That's all still there. But rather than dealing with it, we're just putting a plaster on it and just pretending like it doesn't exist. 
And then because it's still there in the subconscious mind, when we step into our futures, it's going to affect how we do that because we've not fully healed from the past. So just kind of avoiding the past completely, I don't personally think it is the best solution. So my sort of first recommendation to this is actually to face what has happened head on. But what I advocate to do here is rather than looking at what has been from a place of not enough, from a place of lack, actually looking at your past and your setbacks from a place of abundance. So this is what I mean here. Often when we look at things that haven't worked out, we focus on what we are lacking. This didn't lead me to this outcome. I wasn't able to gain anything from this experience. I lost my confidence. I lost that relationship. I lost that job. I wasn't able to make the money. We think about our setbacks from this place of lack, what we have lost versus what we have gained and gain in a positive way. And obviously, if we are focused on lack, what we are going to create is therefore more lack. So, you know, if we focus on not being good enough, what's going to happen in the next series of our life is that those thoughts creep back in. I'm not good enough. And we create these environments when we feel not good enough and therefore don't end up creating the results that we want. Don't put ourselves forwards in the way that we are meant to. So looking at what has been, how can you flip the narrative and focus on what you have gained from that experience? So what, is the, what have those setbacks taught you? What have you learned about yourself from those setbacks? In what way have those setbacks helped you to grow? Can you Rather than seeing these things as setbacks, can you actually see them as steps forward? Can you actually see them as stepping stones that are designed to get you to where you want to go? So in a good example of this, I often look back at my time that I spent studying law and kind of stepping into the legal world, thinking that that was going to be my path. And I felt like I was met with setback after setback. I, I remember actually my first year, um, I didn't do particularly well in my first year of law school. It was a bit of a shock to the system <laughs> for me because all of a sudden I realised, oh, actually, I'm going to have to study quite hard here. I can't just sort of get by doing a few hours here and there. I really do need to study. And so I had this first year where my grades didn't reflect what I really should have been getting. And I felt like a bit of a failure. It was the first time in my life academically that I just hadn't felt good enough. I didn't feel smart enough. And I'd never had this issue before. I kind of always felt like the academic side of thing that was kind of, you know, what, you know, I found that I was sort of good at. So it was this first time that I really started to feel like, you know, I was experiencing these setbacks academically. But actually, I kind of look back now and all of the challenges that I had through studying law and actually then trying to actually go and get a job in law. I think I probably, I want to say I applied for close to like a hundred different companies to try and get a job. And the majority of those were rejections. I ended up getting two job offers 
out of all of those interviews that I went for. And so I had this time when I was constantly getting rejection letters. I even remember being in an interview once and the lady that was interviewing me turning around and saying, are you sure that being a lawyer is what you want to do? And obviously hearing this after I just studied for years for this particular career, you know, this wasn't the best thing to hear. And she suggested, oh, I can see you more in marketing or PR. (laughs) So, you know, I felt like I had all of these setbacks when it came to me being in law. And then when I decided, okay, this isn't going to be my path anymore. And I figured, you know, I wanted to become a coach. I started to look at all of those setbacks. And it started to make me question, am I cut out for this? Could I start a business? Am I smart enough? You know, do I have the confidence to do this? I know that probably I'm going to face a lot of rejection and setbacks. Like, have I got the, you know, the ability to do this? And part of me felt like I was having to start from the beginning. You know, I'd had all of these setbacks within the legal career and I was having to kind of throw all of that away and start again. And I had to look at my past. I had to look at all of the studying that I'd done, all of the job interviews that I went to, you know, the time that I actually spent working in a, you know, a corporate office. I had to look at all of those things. And rather than seeing them as a series of setbacks, I chose to look at them as a series of stepping stones towards my dreams. So really sort of flipping the narrative and rather than being resentful about the things that have gone wrong, actually embracing those things and actually looking at them from a place of gratitude, from a place of love. Like these are the things that I needed to help me to get to where I am now. And these are a stepping stone and a launch pad to, you know, push me further into my desires and my dreams. And there were so many things when I looked back that I had actually learned from those series of setbacks, you know, the power of being resilient. I think now I am somebody that is very, very resilient. And I think as a business owner, this is something that you need because things aren't always going to go your way every single time. And so to be able to, you know, hear somebody say, no, I don't want to join your program or something to go wrong within your business and to kind of come out the other side of that even stronger, I think that is such a you know, a a powerful and invaluable quality to have. And I built that resilience from my setbacks, from, you know, my failures. Your failures are going to teach you so much more about yourself than what your wins ever will. So important that you remember this. Your setbacks, they are going to give you the biggest opportunities to grow, more than what your wins ever will. People celebrate the wins What we should actually be doing is celebrating our failures more, getting excited to fail, to have these setbacks, because there is so much goodness hidden within these things. So think about what have my setbacks been? Rather than just avoiding thinking about them because it's painful, I get it, you know, often we want to just bury our head in the sand, really face up to your setbacks and ask yourself, you know, can I be thankful for this experience? What have I gained from this? What has it taught me? How has this helped me to grow? And how can I see my step backs as actually step, steps forwards? Okay. And remember, the universe is kind of guiding you here as well. So if something hasn't worked out for you, that is because the universe has something else in mind. It has bigger plans for you. 
And you might be thinking, well, why does the universe want me to experience this in the first place? Why does the universe want me to fail? Or want me to try something that doesn't work or go into this relationship for it to fall apart? Because it wants you to learn certain things about yourself. It wants you to become the woman that you need to be to get you to where you want to go. And I truly believe all of my setbacks in my life have led me to this place now. Setbacks in my finances, in my relationships, in my career, they have shaped me into the woman that I am today. And I so feel so incredibly blessed that all of those things have happened for me rather than to me. Now, I'd also encourage you to look at the stories of other people that you look up to, inspirational people that have had a series of setbacks and look at where they are today. One of my favorite people to turn to in moments like this is um, J.K. Rowling, right? So J.K. Rowling, her Harry Potter series has, you know, become this worldwide phenomenon. You know, she has become a I'm assuming a billionaire off the back of the the Harry Potter books and everything that blossomed out of those books. But her story to getting there was a story of continuous failure and setbacks and, you know, people telling her no, people telling her this isn't good enough. We don't want to publish these books. You know, that's not what we're looking for. And so, you know, having gone through that, but then come out the other side to create something absolutely amazing is a reminder that we are not defined by our setbacks. What we're able to create in our future, we are not defined by what we have created in our past, okay? We could have a past that is full of failure, full of knockbacks, full of not feeling good enough, yet we could still go on and create something absolutely extraordinary. We could still go on and, you know, create something that is really meaningful and really sort of changes the world, despite what we perhaps haven't achieved in our past. And I know this because I see so many women who become coaches within the Click Academy who tell me, you know, I don't ever feel like I've, you know, been successful previously. I was never good at school. I've not really had a career or, you know, I never felt like I was reaching my potential in my career. I've never really been able to create something amazing. I've never had success before. I've never been able to create great money before. Why on earth would I be able to do this now? And the reason, again, is that, you know, often things don't work out for us previously because that's not the path that we're meant to be on, okay? And the universe has been slowly guiding you to your path. And once you find it, once you are doing the thing that you are meant to do, I'm not going to say there won't be setbacks because there will, but you will find that those setbacks don't derail you as much. Because when you are so attached to your why and your big vision for your life, when you have a dream that is so powerful and your desires for a certain outcome for your life is so strong, you will find that even when you do have a setback, you will be able to bounce back from it. And every setback that you've had previously will have built up your resilience that will allow you to then bounce back from your setbacks in your future more easily. So going back to what I said, who is your inspiration? Who is somebody that you could perhaps look up to as inspiration? Somebody who's been through so many setbacks and has got to where they are today. And you will probably find when you start kind of looking into this, 
that every single person that you look up to, that you're motivated by, that are creating amazing things, their life up until a certain point was probably a series of setbacks and failures, okay? So it doesn't matter what has been, what matters is what you are able to create tomorrow, okay? And being able to draw a line under the sand at some point so that you know, you don't just become a product of the past. So once we have kind of looked at our setbacks and failures and thought, okay, well, how, how can I learn from these things? How can I look at these experiences from a place of abundance rather than lack? Once we've done that, there's got to be a certain point where you just say, okay, I am choosing from this day forwards to create a new chapter for myself. I'm stepping into a new chapter where I am no longer defined by the things that have happened to me previously. And that can happen today, it could happen next week. It happens the moment you decide it's going to happen, okay? You don't need to keep pulling at or picking at old wounds. And here's the thing with mindset work. It is important to go back and look at past wounds and things that have happened so that we can kind of fully heal from them. We don't want to just, as I said before, put a plaster on a wound, but we don't want to keep going back to that wound and picking at it. And I find often with mindset work, people get addicted to picking at the wound. (laughs) They get addicted to going back into their childhood or into past experiences or things that have hurt them in the past thinking, I need to heal more. And yes, of course, it may always be that, you know, there's more healing to do, but there's got to be a certain point where you say, okay, enough is enough. I want to draw the line under the sand now on my past so I can just step into my future and I'm going to stop picking at that wound and I'm going to decide today that moving forwards, I am no longer a product of those past experiences. I get to wipe the slate clean. I get to step into my life and my future as a new identity with a new set of beliefs and a new set of action steps that I am willing to take. And I'm not going to keep getting dragged back by my past. And that comes just by making a decision. Sometimes we think change has to happen. You know, it has to take years. And yes, you know, when we're healing and when we're changing beliefs, it can take time. But also, you can change your life with just one decision to change. I went through a period where I was eating chocolate every single night. And it was not just a small bit of chocolate, it was like a huge amount of chocolate. And I was thinking, oh, I really want to change this pattern. I really just, you know, don't want to be doing this every single night. And I was speaking to somebody, a coach that sort of deals with, um, she specifically works with women who overeat, who binge eat. And, you know, we were having a conversation and she was saying, look, you know, a lot of this will be tied into your beliefs, which I know. I know that, you know, when we have certain patterns of behavior, a lot of the time it is something going on within our subconscious mind. And I knew that for me, I'd already done a lot of this work. I knew it was all to do with my my worthiness and, you know, using comforting things to avoid really looking into what I was feeling and dealing with my emotions. I knew kind of what was going on for me. And I kind of thought, okay, I could start going down this rabbit hole and kind of figuring out what is going on for me at the moment that's causing me to just binge eat chocolate in the evenings. And I could have gone there. But for whatever reason, for this particular thing that was happening, I just decided. I was like, do I want to be a person that does this every single night? Do I really want to be a person who, 
you know, every evening grabs a bar of chocolate and just demolishes it <laughs> with a cup of tea in front of the TV. I just don't want to be that person. And so all it took was just one decision in that moment. I'm just going to decide from now on, moving forwards, that is not who I am. And all it took was one decision and that whole thing changed. And my point around this is, yes, there's often things that do require us going into our past and looking at our beliefs and really changing those and healing from things that we've experienced. But for some things, we can just, in one moment, we can just decide, okay? And so I guess my point with regards to this topic, this, you know, how do we move into our futures when we are, you know, we've experienced these series of setbacks We can just in a moment decide who I am today and who I'm going to be moving forwards is not somebody who dwells on the past. No longer am I going to be consumed by what has been and moving forwards, my focus is all on who I am today and what I'm creating for tomorrow. That's the thing that's important for me. I'm no longer going to be somebody who keeps getting dragged back by my past. You can make that decision right now in this moment. In any given moment, we can choose about what we are putting our energy into, what we are focusing on. You know, if you are intentional about your thoughts, you have the choice right now in this moment. Am I going to choose to focus and think about the things that haven't worked out previously? Or am I going to switch my attention to what I am creating, the woman that I'm becoming, the things that I am manifesting, the success that I, that is, you know, on its way to me, the dream house, the dream travel. Can you, in the moments when you need it the most, when you can feel yourself getting pulled in to your past setbacks, can you, in that moment, flip the switch and start becoming a product of, you know, your future rather than your past? Okay, and a great tool just to kind of finish this episode for me is is simply meditation. Okay, because meditation, we are, I, I basically tend to meditate in two ways. So I either meditate to really kind of hone in on just the now and just being very, very present in the now. Or I do it as a visualization exercise to connect with my future. And when we're in that space, when our brains are relaxed and when we're tapping into either the now or the future, there is no room for the past. Maybe those little thoughts will creep in every now and again. But when you're meditating, you can kind of almost see the thought, but not be attached to it. You can just watch that thought of a previous setback float by you and you can just let it go. Okay? So meditation for me is a really powerful one to just get back into the present or really connect with your future. Detach yourself from that past. Now, just to wrap things up, I feel like I couldn't talk about the subject of letting go and sort of detaching from your past without mentioning forgiveness. Often we beat ourselves up for things that we've done, mistakes we've made, failures that we've had, setbacks that have occurred within our lives. We hold on to them. Maybe we blame ourselves, maybe we blame somebody else. We have this resentment towards what has been. And a part of letting go is forgiveness. Forgiving yourself for mistakes you've made, choices you made. Forgiving somebody else that has wronged you. Forgiving a, 
you know, maybe it was somebody that didn't give you the job you wanted or somebody that treated you wrong in an, a relationship, somebody that said no to you. We cannot move into our futures if we are held down by that resentment. Forgiveness is completely letting go. Forgiving yourself, forgiving others, forgiving the experiences that, you know, happened, forgiving those setbacks, forgiving the universe maybe. Just saying, okay, thank you for, you know, for giving me this experience, but I'm choosing moving forwards to forgive, to let go, and to no longer let this experience consume me. And when you can do this, you really will set yourself free. Think of your past, you know, the, the setbacks as chains weighing you down. Forgiveness is going to be the thing that will break those chains and will set you free. And it's only when you do this that you can fly into your future. Okay? So this is really all about just letting go, drawing a line under the sand, forgiving, moving on, taking what you can from that experience, but then moving on from it. Okay, don't keep picking at the old wounds. So I hope this helped you today. I hope this gave you some clarity and some of the answers that you're perhaps looking for. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, ladies, and I will catch you on the next episode. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to weartheclick.com and click free course in the menu.